This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Thursday, December 28, 2023. I'm Kate Sharon. Purdue has a team that spent years studying the science of sticky substances from a variety of sources, including marine animals such as mussels and oysters. The team ultimately settled on epoxidized soy oil as the main component of a new adhesive. Jonathan Wilker, a professor of chemistry and materials engineering at Purdue University, says whether it's the tape used to seal a box or the adhesive used on a shipping label, the current adhesives create a variety of environmental problems. So, of course, our our lab is developing new adhesives, and one of the goals is to make these adhesives fully sustainably sourced, even potentially carbon negative uh, and and low cost. And, of course, the performance has to be at least as good as as what's out there available. So, yeah, this this is a big emphasis in our lab right now. Purdue said the team has tested the adhesive with results in many cases showing performance similar to or better than traditional toxic adhesives, such as superglue or an epoxy. The university said further research will be conducted to refine the system and maximize impacts on areas such as medical innovations, industrial materials, and packaging. Governor Eric Holcomb announced $18.1 million to 64 businesses, community groups, and school corporations to expand child care offerings. Of the 64, 33 employers will begin to offer on-site child care, and another 13 will provide a tuition benefit for outside care. Other awarded employers will reserve seats at child care centers and invest in related projects. The funds are from the Indiana Family and Social Services Administration's Office of Early Childhood and Out-of-School Learning, totaling $25 million. This round absorbed 72% of the funding, and the next round early next year will see the remaining funds. A long-standing hamburger restaurant in downtown Fort Wayne could soon be under new ownership. Powers Hamburgers, which has been in operation since 1940, has been listed for sale. According to a listing from commercial real estate firm NAI Hanning & Bean, the 722-square-foot restaurant has an asking price of $695,000. Powers Hamburgers is located on the corner of Harrison and Brackenridge Streets, just to the southeast of Parkview Field. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Whether it's a new hire or a noteworthy promotion, IIB's Big Wigs and New Gigs serves as a platform to promote your team. Our revamped offering includes being featured on both the newly redesigned newsletter and at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Subscribers to the Business News subscription save $10 off every listing, plus you can save $100 by bundling your submission to IIB with the Indianapolis Business Journal or the Indiana Lawyer. More at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. After several years with back-to-back complex healthcare legislation, stakeholders still believe there's work to be done while allowing for in-progress initiatives to mature. The upcoming session will be a non-budget year in which leaders have urged their members to prioritize emergency legislation and speed, a move that would grant the 125 General Assembly members up for election more time to campaign. IIB's Alex Brown has more. State Senator Ed Charbonneau doesn't anticipate the same big legislation of 2023. As chair of the Senate Health and Provider Services Committee, he authored, co-authored, and sponsored several hefty bills, including public health funding, monitoring pharmacy benefit managers, and tracking prices at five prominent nonprofit hospital systems. But others see the need for constructive changes quicker rather than later, including the very hospitals that took a hit in the 2023 session. Brian Tabor, president of the Indiana Hospital Association said the organization is working on a proposal to address interwoven issues related to the state's hospital assessment fee and Medicaid rates, the latter of which hospitals claim is so low they must shift costs to private insurers, thus raising prices. 
Tabor said such moves wouldn't require reopening the budget but would still necessitate legislation to change existing statute. However, after a $1 billion Medicaid accounting snafu last week, addressing Medicaid rates will be a hard sell in 2024. But Tabor said the entity's proposal includes a state assessment on managed care plans, which could be used to leverage federal funding and offset Medicaid costs alongside hospital expenses. Additional, smaller pieces of legislation for 2024 might address workforce shortages in nursing, but overall not the hefty pieces of legislation from 2023. Charbonneau didn't rule out the possibility of some health care legislation, saying he was considering a bill to monitor the 340B drug pricing program, which allows certain financially strapped hospitals to purchase expensive pharmaceuticals at a discount. He noted that the Indiana Chamber of Commerce frequently ranked the state low in terms of health care costs, which he said hurts the Indiana Economic Development Corporation's ability to recruit companies to the Hoosier State. Alex Brown, Inside Indiana Business Radio. An interim director for the Office of Environmental Adjudication has been named while the office undergoes consolidation with the Office of Administrative Law Proceedings pending upcoming legislation. Governor Eric Holcomb selected Jefferson Garn to lead the OEA in the interim after Judge Mary Davidson retires Friday. Garn will have a hand in both offices as he will continue to serve as the OALP Deputy Director and General Counsel. The state said in a news release that consolidating the two agencies will allow for more administrative efficiencies, modernize case record documentation, and provide more resources. More Americans applied for unemployment benefits last week, but not enough to raise concern about the labor market or the broader economy. Jobless claims raised to $218,000 for the week, ending December 23rd, an increase of $12,000 from the previous week, the Labor Department reported Thursday. The four-week average of claims, which smooths out week-to-week ups and downs, fell by 250 to $212,000. Overall, 1.88 million Americans were collecting jobless benefits during the week that ended December 16th, an increase of 14,000 from the previous week. Weekly unemployment claims are a proxy for layoffs. They've remained at extraordinarily low levels in the face of high interest rates. Langham Logistics CEO Kathy Langham is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, Radio On Demand.